Welcome to LilyPod episode 50, Creating from Scratch. Jeff and Kathy Teichert, bringing you another episode of LilyPod, a production of Love in Later Years. We are certified life coaches, authors of the Amazon bestseller Intentional Courtship, and members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our messages are directed toward mid-singles and later married couples. We also welcome all who enjoy personal growth and enriching relationships. Welcome, LilyPod listeners, to the last day of 2021. And we're going to talk to you about some exciting things that have happened this year. You know, we thought about naming this episode Creating from Nothing. And we realized that none of us really creates anything from nothing. I mean, even God didn't form the world ex nihilo. He didn't uh, form the world from nothing. He formed it from existing materials, which he organized and manipulated to live. And so uh, we decided instead to say creating from scratch because uh, we've needed to create using materials, uh, things we've learned, things uh, we know you have learned and what we've learned from you and so on. Right. So cooking from scratch doesn't mean you're cooking from nothing. You're cooking from ingredients. Right. But you're making something edible out of things that otherwise would probably not be that appealing. Right. So uh, the other episode title we thought of is A Year in Review. And this is episode 50. We're at 50, Jeff. Right. We created 50 episodes this year. And we're so excited to have accomplished that and to celebrate it. And uh, what we want to talk about is actually is the creation of Love in Later Years, which actually goes back more like a year and a half. Right. I think maybe a good place to start is we sort of began building this organization around our book, Intentional Courtship, which has only recently been released. We, we had uh, the basic draft written. Uh, a year over a year ago, um, but we were exploring various options and ways that we could release this to the world. And so it took us some time to get there. And then we took it through a whole bunch of additional edits to make it as clean and good for you as possible. But and then after that, the formatting, making sure everything is exactly right on every page. Right. Big process. And it's, it's uh, interesting, you know, I never thought of it this way, but <laughs> kind of like our, our religion was built around the Book of Mormon, <laughs> our, uh, our organization is kind of built around this little book, uh, which we hope is uh, something you're enjoying. We actually have heard from many of our readers that they couldn't put it down. In fact, some of them got it the week of Thanksgiving and they said, I had to put it down and go to Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, that was one person's comment. And then um, someone else has mentioned it's been life-changing. Someone else has said, 
you know, I thought I would take weeks to read it. I read it in two days and it's yeah, a big book. 340 pages or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like people are really diving in and a lot have already purchased and finished it. And some are just barely, you know, getting started and that's fine. Um, but yeah, we believe that Intentional Courtship, A Mid-Singles Guide to Peace, Progress, and Pairing Up has the potential to absolutely change lives for the better. Right. And it's the book we wish we would have had. And that's really the thought, at least as a couple, that we had together and to, to basically create everything to do with love in later years from scratch. Yeah. To give you even a little bit further back background, uh, I began writing this book as a mid-single. And I wrote, as I recall, pieces of four or five chapters but he'd never and, told me about this. So for me, no. it was all brand new in about, I would say, April of 2020. Right. And, and I had known um, while I was a mid-single that there wasn't a resource like this because I looked for one. And there were no books written to mid-singles by uh, church leaders or, you know, important speakers like Hank Smith and John By the Way and Meg Johnson and others. Nobody had really addressed the concerns of mid-singles. And so... Well, and every, you know, most of the people that, you know, you would think could do that haven't had experience with that specifically. Or maybe right. they have. I don't know. But it seems like most of the time... They haven't. Right. I mean, John, by the way, as far as I know, has been happily married to the same woman his whole adult life, pretty much. And and more power to him. I, I, you know, I'm not against that, obviously. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but uh, we had some understanding of the trauma and the trials and the good things that mid-singles experience. And I started writing the book, like I said, when I was single and uh, even before I knew Kathy. But I realized I was still too close to my divorce uh, to actually write this book from a really healthy perspective. And so I shelved it. But then this one night, uh, uh, I think Kathy said it was April of 2020, and that's probably right. I was uh, unable to sleep. I woke up and went to use the restroom or something and couldn't fall back to sleep. So I went downstairs to my study and it was late. I mean, it was three o'clock in the morning or something. It was so late. It was early, but I, I thought at that hour, it seemed too heavy to try to do legal work or to try to accomplish work for my law firm. Uh, and so I began just sort of looking around at personal history and things like that on my computer. And I ran across the book the 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 embryo of the book that is now intentional courtship and i reread what i had written and i thought you know this is pretty good and of course it would be because you're an excellent writer <laughs> i thought this is better than i remembered and so i i wrote more that night i wrote a little bit more in each of the chapters that i had begun and the next day i was talking with Kathy and I told her that, you know, that I had been unable to get to sleep uh, after waking up and went downstairs and what had happened. And I said, you know, I think this idea has possibilities. And Kathy's immediate response was, I want in. 
And that struck me as a, a great idea to do it together. And we, in, in doing it, we preserved uh, our own voices so that you can hear Kathy's perspective and mine. I mean, they don't fight with each other much, but they're, they, they show each of us has a little bit different perspective or different flavor. And different writing styles. Right. And, uh, and we hoped that, you know, it would connect with you uh, to hear both of those styles, one more masculine, one more feminine, and so on. Uh, other differences too, but anyway, that was how we got started on this book. And which, then we just, it just poured out of us in about right. four to five months. Right. It just all came tumbling out. <laughs> and I, I wanted structure. I wanted it to be organized. I wanted to know what chapters we were covering and in what order. And so I kept revising the structure of it. Jeff just likes to write. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like, well, let's just get it down on paper. We can organize it later. And that kind of thing drives <laughs> Kathy nuts. We have talked about how in our marriage, I mean, this is even in the book that she is the anchor and I'm the sail and we kind of need each other that way. Mm -hmm. um, you were and, the creative force to get it started. Right. I was the organizing force to get it finished. Right. And that was absolutely true. I wrote in the book that that was the way it would turn out, and it did. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and that's actually been kind of the way of everything like that right. we've been doing. And it's great combination, actually. I mean, I was the one early in our courtship that saw our relationship for its possibilities and what we could be together. And Kathy was the one who saw that we weren't ready yet. <laughs> well, and, we we and needed the, to be practical. And... The, the same sort of dynamic. Um, and, and you'll read that if you haven't read the book yet, you'll, you'll read that in the book. Um, but yeah, it's become an Amazon bestseller. Right. Um, which has been exciting. And even though, this is something I've wanted to say for a while, but even though this book is primarily written to mid-singles and it's about personal development and dating for people in the mid-single demographic, uh, I believe that a lot of my best discoveries, and I think Kathy would say the same, but a lot of the things, the, the best things that I learned as a mid-single adult are captured in that book. And so I gave my sons copies of it for Christmas. Now, one of them is a young single adult and the other one is married. And so uh, they're not either, neither one of them is a mid-single, but I still felt like there were important truths uh, that I could pass down to them through this published book. Well, and it's uh, not only the best of all that we learned from our own personal life experience, but also what God taught us as we were writing it right. as what we should be sharing because we were prayerful about it. And also um, what other people, very wise people have said in um, or even, you know, illustrative purposes in movies, you know, so right. movies, books, um, lectures. I mean, there's talks, conference talks. There's so, there's 190 references in this book and right. none of it is, none of them are long references, but they, they, uh, provide enough information to apply to whatever we're, whatever, um, topic we were talking about. 
Right. So we have everything from, as Kathy said, general authorities to professionals in the field of psychology to huh, one person who was a surgeon and a Toltec shaman uh, who's even, quoted in the book. And even some comedies. Right. Dr. Jennifer Finlayson Fife, a noted sex therapist, um, is quoted in a book to mid-singles who are mostly celibate. Um, and you'll... And yet it totally makes sense it's there. Exactly. <laughs> and we don't, we don't shy away from the difficult subjects. We talk about physical affection in, and the role of it in dating and uh, moving toward marriage. And we talk about a lot of the things that mid-singles are fearful about. Well, and although this, this book was created from scratch, uh, you know, this is not the only thing that we've created in the right. last year and a half. I actually would like to talk about some of that, if that's okay. Right. It was the starting point for a lot of things. It was. And then we thought, well, we kind of need to grow an audience. So let's start a Facebook page. And I think we did that around July, I think, as we were, you know, finishing up the book, uh, writing the writing part anyway. Right. Um, and then the perfecting part into the fall, we started an Instagram page. So in both our love and later years, um, we have a page and a group on Facebook, uh, a page on Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> We've got, um, we now, we're now on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, we put videos there and uh, we've been posting reels. Uh, we finally got into real territory. That was not, <laughs> that took me forever to get on that bandwagon. Um, I but, mean, over the last, the time that we've been doing our Facebook group, I have written something like 170 articles, I think more than that now, um, about the issues mid-singles face in life and um, some of the things I've learned to help get through them. It's almost like another book. It actually but is. And this is a resource I think is so underutilized and it's something I've been working on. So Jeff has written a good chunk of the articles, but I've been the one that's posted them. And they're organized and they, you, they're you they searchable by subject. So you can go to our website and go to the Lily Gems page. And you've got over 170 articles right now. And it just keeps growing. Right. Um, all of which are like uplifting, elevating, thought-provoking, so helpful. Free book online, just totally at your disposal at loveinlateryears.com. Right. Read it now while it's free, because it might not always be. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. And, you know, with all the stuff that we were doing, we're like, well, why don't we get some credentials? And we went and we um, signed up for a course. We paid the uh, the fee and we we went through um, life coach training and right. certification through the Foundation for Family Life of Utah. And, and we serve on the board of that organization, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And we've met such amazing people there. And of course, through Love and Later Years on Facebook and Instagram, I mean, we've just gotten to know like the most amazing people through this whole process. Like we are so blessed. Right. Um, and so year in review uh, for most of 2021, the, this, the brand that we started brand new from scratch had not been created yet, Lilypod, 50 right. episodes. Right. Lily too. Over 3,000 listens. That's right. Actually, I think we're nearing 3,300 listens at the time of this episode. Right. 
um, and that's in one year. And then we also have, I believe, 54 episodes on on LilyTube, which is our Love in Later Years YouTube channel. Right. And uh, and our videos are getting better and better, and we're coming out with them every week as well. Right. Uh, let's see. What else? What well, else did we do this year? We, we also a had a dinner. Uh, oh, yeah. We had our first Lily dinner. Yep. And this was an idea I had last fall. Uh, and I just sort of threw it out there in the group. How many of you would be interested in... Last fall or this fall? This, uh, fall, this right? past fall, yeah. Yeah. So just a few months ago. Right. Uh, at first, I, I just threw it out there as an idea, like who would be interested in getting together and meeting face to face. And several people expressed that they would enjoy that. And uh, so after Intentional Courtship came out, uh, we arranged the Lily Dinner and we took a bunch of copies for anybody who wanted to buy one there. And uh, people got signed copies of the book at the dinner. Some people who had already purchased the book before and uh, received it through the mail or through Amazon um, brought their books to be signed. And so anyway, the, the dinner was really fun. We had like 20 people there. Uh, some of our most active members of Lily showed up and it was so much fun to meet them in person. So that was another thing. And we're going to do another one of those uh, in February. And yeah, and we're, pretty much planning on doing one every quarter. Right. So pretty much that... right in the middle of each calendar quarter. Yeah. We hope that will continue to grow. And because we started mid November, we'll do one mid to early February. Right. And um, I actually just thought of a couple things that I hadn't even mentioned yet that we did from scratch this year. Go ahead. We started our Lily letter. That's true. So our weekly email every Tuesday. Um, it's, it's an elevating email and we have about 600 active subscribers. And, uh, I think we have about 150 opening each week, which is actually a fairly good percentage of, of people. And we love hearing from you, by the way, if you like an article and you want to share your thoughts, we love hearing from you. Um, in this last episode, we actually mentioned that we're doing a special right now that um, anyone who signs up for their first such session of coaching, and there's not an obligation to continue, but we hope if you're interested in coaching that you will. Um, but the first session at a hundred dollar value is only $11. Right. If you schedule with either Jeff or I anytime between now and January 15th. Other coaches have told me that I'm crazy for doing that, but <laughs> Uh, we we believe in this, and we think that if you if you have a session, there's a good chance you're going to benefit from it enough that you're going to want to come back. And so that's. But it, anyway, it's a way to get your to dip your toe in the water and Give get an idea if it would help you. One other thing uh, before we get off the Lily Letter, if you want a free subscription to the Lily Letter, just. Uh, Email loveinlateryears at gmail.com and, uh, and we'll get you on the list. Or you can actually go to our website and it gives you the option. Usually there's a pop-up button that um, you can put your email in. And, but also at the bottom of every one of our pages, um, there's a place to sign up for our Lily letter there. 
Yeah, you can do it either way. So uh, email us at loveandlateryears at gmail.com or go to our website, loveandlateryears.com and, uh, and sign up for a free subscription. Absolutely. Yes, we would love to have you because, um, you know, you never know when we might have a special like that. Um, and besides that, they're great. They're great letters. And it's it's nice to get something positive and uplifting in your email every week. Yeah, these are generally probably almost our shortest content. Mm -hmm. I so guess it's we a have, quick read. We have short reels now, uh, little videos we do that are probably shorter. But, but, but the Lily letter is really brief and to the point and uh, and some people prefer that yeah and it's and it's usually a powerful message um along with a featured youtube video and podcast right so you can always spend more time on it but it can also just be a quick read for you right um we also hope that if you are not currently a uh, following our podcast on your favorite podcast app that you will, um, that you'll follow and that you'll um, do a review every once in a while or click like, or, you know, anything that helps get the word out and that you'll share it. If you have an episode in particular that you think would be awesome for someone, share it with them. And, um, and then with our YouTube channel, we are trying to grow to a thousand subscribers by April 1st. Yeah. And we're at 118 right now. So let's see how far we can get. Um, That's right. But that will require everyone going and subscribing and sharing with their friends. Right. Because we want to reach as many mid-singles as we can and to serve them to the best of our abilities. And, you know, we hope what I'm about to say is obvious and that I don't even need to say it, but I'm going to anyway because some of you might be listening to us for the first time. But this is really a passion project for us. Um, you know, if we were doing it for the money, we would probably have quit. Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> uh, because it's hard. But I will tell you. We pretty much at this point are paying to serve. Yeah. That's what we're doing. I mean, we, we do want that to eventually even out so that we are motivated to continue. So if you like these, definitely the best way you can help us is to help us grow. Right. And you know, I, I've talked a lot about how um, President Reagan missed out on a job that he really wanted and was disappointed, but the job he actually got during that season of his life led to opportunities that led to him going into politics, that led to his becoming governor of California and president of the United States. And he says if he had gotten that job, might still be working there. That's what he said before he left office. And we've talked a lot about Joseph, who was sold into Egypt, and how, how much he must have hurt over what his brothers had done to him, and the betrayal, and then going to prison for a crime he didn't commit in a foreign land. That must have been an incredibly isolating and lonely time. And yet we know that while all that was happening, God was moving him into position to rise to power and save a country and even his own family. And so that is a big theme for us. And, I, you know, I can't help but say Kathy and I both had a lot of pain over our first divorces. We, 
we both had had long-term marriages with our former spouses and neither of us at the time we were divorced chose or wanted the divorce. It was our spouse's choice in both cases. And so we both had that feeling of rejection, feeling of not being good enough, the waking up every day to the kick in the gut, or Kathy says for her, it was like a kick in the chest or something. It was, I had a hard time breathing. Right. My heart felt like it was being crushed. Right. And, and I can tell you, if I had not been through that kind of pain and suffering and, and the things that I went through, probably helping and ministering to divorced and uh, never married and widowed Latter-day Saints would have not been on my radar screen. Uh, it is on my radar screen because I personally experienced what many of you have, and I care about it now. I care about all of you, and I, I think Kathy would say the same. Absolutely, and I, I just didn't even know this was coming. It just came from this thought, let's create the book we wish we would have had. Right. And then it all came from there. Right. And so creating these resources for us has been, you know, I, I mean, I look at it and think if, if we hadn't suffered the way we did, we couldn't have and wouldn't have created this organization. And so in, in some ways, our pain has turned to power. Yeah. Um, and we actually don't really, or at least I don't, I don't really have a desire to be famous. Right. But. Oh, I do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the, the only way we can make a really big positive impact in as many mid-single lives as possible is to be known. Right. And so, you know, we're doing the vulnerable thing we're encouraging you to do in your intentional courting, right? By putting ourselves out there and being vulnerable ourselves and being known right. so that we can serve. Someone left an Amazon review today on intentional courtship where they said that they appreciated that we shared in the book that our path uh, together to become husband and wife and eternal companions and so on was not necessarily a easy, straightforward you know, draw the line from A to B process. It was it was what messy. Lots of winding twists and turns. Yeah, there was a lot of. I mean, I think from a very early time we we shared a certain love for each other, but it was hard to get past all of our own junk that each of us had. Even with all the work we'd done. Even with all the work we had done. Yeah it was hard for us to get past our own junk and see what we had the opportunity to become. And, and then eventually we took the plunge, we got married and we continued getting past our junk together as a, right. as a married couple. And right. we still do. Sure. And, and I think miraculously writing intentional courtship together was, was valuable for another reason that doesn't have anything to do with any of you, no offense, but, I think as we wrote a book about uh, personal development, healing from loss, um, you know, and then moved into writing about relationships and uh, 
deepening relationships and so on, we it kind of forced us to refine our thinking about the governing philosophy of our marriage. And so there's a lot of that in the book, uh, not not explicitly, it's, it's written to mid-singles, but a lot of the principles for forming healthy relationships and conducting healthy relationships are applicable whether you're dating and moving toward marriage or married and moving towards celestial glory. Right. So this book really is great for not only mid-singles who are completely single, but those who are entering into relationships, those who are getting engaged, those who are young and or or young in their marriage, like, you know, just moving into a, a new marriage um, later in life, um, because we continued these principles into our marriage and we continue to use them. Very much so. And so we have, I mean, I've been married three times. So has Kathy. And, you know, some people would, would look at us and say, why would two double divorcees get together and decide they know enough about relationships to write a book and advise people? <laughs> and, you know, you could, you could wonder why we've been asked by the Foundation for Family Life of Utah to serve on the board and speak at two of their conferences. Uh, it's, you know, it's miraculous, but we've learned a lot during this journey, uh, both from books and speakers and other uh, great resources and from the crucible of our own experiences. And in, and in a lot of ways, that is what makes us qualified to speak because we can relate, because we understand. Right. And that's something that I, I appreciate more and more is if I could look back at the path that I've traveled, it was hard and it was really painful sometimes. But as I look back, I wouldn't trade it. It's really true. I honestly would not trade the path that I've traveled for a more easy and comfortable path. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to go live it again. No, because I've learned what I what I followed that path for. So, and that is ultimately the best way not to repeat the pattern, right? Right. Is to learn the lesson that is meant for you, so you can move on to learning from success, right? And joy rather than frustration and pain and loss. Right. And we, Kathy and I want to thank you for coming on this journey with us. It means a lot to us that you have had the faith to devote some of your time to learning with us uh, and allowing us to learn from you as well uh, with the feedback you've given and the experiences that many of you have had. And uh, it's incredibly rewarding to feel like, you know, there is a, a big population in the church of single adults who have experienced great loss and uh, still have the faith to want to move forward to a better day. And if we didn't think we had something to contribute to helping you do that, believe me, it would be easier to just come home and watch TV at night after work. 
but uh, we are passionate about this because we know how much pain there is out there. Yeah. And um, we're just so grateful that you uh, come on this journey, like he said, with us and listen to our podcasts, watch our YouTube videos, um, receive and read our Lily letters. Sometimes they co come to uh, the spam folder of emails. So watch for them there. They come every Tuesday. Right. And I think if you, I, I've even tried in our own email accounts to train it to go. And sometimes it doesn't. So sometimes you just have to look for it elsewhere, but often it will come from to the, the inbox and that's always preferred if we can get it there. Right. But anyway, um, we also have an archive of all our Lily letters that you can go back and enjoy on our website. There's a page for that. Right. And so we invite you to, to come experience another year with us. And, uh, and come do a, an $11 coaching session with one of us. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't have really... to be before January 15th. You just, you just need to contact us and schedule it. Right. After that, the price goes up. But uh, we, we want to invite you to come with us for another year, including accepting that offer. Um, yeah, get, in and... torch, get intentional courtship and see what it has to, to teach you and you know, be involved in our in our Facebook group. Uh, you can gain a lot of insight. We've got some incredible people we do. Uh, in our group who really are supportive, loving to others, even though they've been through a lot. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I just wanted to end this episode with the suggestion that we all take a moment to review our year, maybe even review the last few years, and think about what we've created from scratch and celebrate all the good that we've created. And then look forward to some fun surprises in the future. Who knows what we'll create this year going into 2022. That's right. Remember 2022 and any other time is a great time for more love in your life. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to LilyPod and get notice of each new weekly episode. If you enjoy what you heard, give us a positive review. We want to reach as many mid-singles and later married couples as possible, so please share this podcast with those you love. To access fabulous free content like written articles and YouTube videos on LilyDube, and to learn about our book Intentional Courtship and Lily Coaching Services, visit loveinlateryears.com.